dance for me. They've been together for about six months, and so one night he says, Come on, dance for me. And in the bedroom he puts on a CD, the Artie Shaw arrangement of The Man I Love, with Roy Elrich playing trumpet. Dance for me, he says, loosening the arms that are tight around her and pointing toward the floor at the foot of the bed. And so, undismayed, she gets up from where she's been smelling that smell, the smell that is calm and unclothed, that smell of sun-baked skin. Gets up from where she's been lying, deeply nestled, her face cushioned in his bare side, her teeth, her tongue glazed with his cum, her hands below his belly splayed across the crinkled, buttery tangle of that coiled hair. And, with him keeping an eagle eye on her, his green gaze unwavering through the dark fringes of his long lashes, not at all like a depleted old man ready to faint, but like somebody pressed up against a window pane. She does it. Not coquettishly, not like Stina did in 1948. Not because she's a sweet girl, a sweet young girl dancing for the pleasure of giving him the pleasure. A sweet young girl who doesn't know much about what she's doing, saying to herself, I can give him that, he wants that, and I can do it, and so... Here it is. No, not quite the naive and innocent scene of the bud becoming the flower or the filly becoming the mare. Fonya can do it all right, but without the budding maturity is how she does it, without the youthful, misty idealization of herself and him and everyone living and dead. He says, come on, dance for me. And with her easy laugh, she says, Why not? I'm generous that way. And she starts moving, smoothing her skin as though it's a rumpled dress, seeing to it that everything is where it should be, taut, bony, or rounded as it should be. A whiff of herself, the evocative vegetal smell coming familiarly off her fingers as she slides them up from her neck and across her warm ears and slowly from there over her cheeks to her lips. And her hair, her graying yellow hair that is damp and straggly from exertion, she plays with like seaweed. Pretends to herself that it's seaweed, that it's always been seaweed, a great trickling sweep of seaweed saturated with brine. And what's it cost her anyway? What's the big deal? Plunge in, pour forth. If this is what he wants, abduct the man, ensnare him. Wouldn't be the first one. She's aware when it starts happening, that thing, that connection. She moves from the floor that is now her stage at the foot of the end of the bed. She moves, alluringly tuzzled and a little greasy from the hours before, smeared and anointed from the preceding performance, fair-haired, white-skinned where she isn't tanned from the farm, scarred in half a dozen places, 
one kneecap abraded like a child's from when she slipped in the barn. Very fine thread-like cuts half-heeled on both her arms and legs from the pasture fencing. Her hands roughened, reddened, sore from the fiberglass splinters picked up while rotating the fence, from pulling out and putting in those stakes every week. A petal-shaped, rouge-colored bruise, either from the milking parlor or from him, precisely at the joining of her throat and torso. Another bruise, blue-black at the turn of her unmuscled thigh, spots where she's been bitten and stung, a hair of his, an ampersand off his hair like a dainty grayish mole adhering to her cheek, her mouth open just wide enough to reveal the curve of her teeth, and in no hurry at all to go anywhere because it's the getting there that's the fun. She moves, and now he's seeing her, seeing this elongated body rhythmically moving, this slender body that is so much stronger than it looks, and surprisingly so heavy-breasted, dipping, dipping, dipping on the long straight handles of her legs, stooping toward him like a dipper filled to the limit with his liquid. Unresisting, he's stretched across the wavelets of bedsheets, a sinuous swirl of pillows balled together to support his head, his head resting level with the span of her hips, with her belly, with her moving belly, and he is seeing her, every particle. He's seeing her, and she knows that he's seeing her. They're connected. She knows he wants her to claim something. He wants me to stand here and move, she thinks, and to claim what is mine, which is him. Him. He is offering me him. Okie dokie. This is high voltage stuff. But here we go. And so giving him her downturned look with the subtlety in it, she moves, she moves, and the formal transfer of power begins. And it's very nice for her, moving like this to that music and the power passing over, knowing that at her slightest command, with the flick of the finger that summons a waiter, he would crawl out of that bed to lick her feet. So soon in the dance, and already she could peel him and eat him like a piece of fruit. It's not all about being beat up and being the janitor, and I'm at the college cleaning up other people's shit, and I'm at the post office cleaning up other people's shit, and there's a terrible toughness that comes with that, with cleaning everybody else's waste. If you want to know the truth, it sucks. And don't tell me there aren't better jobs, but I've got it. It's what I do. Three jobs, because this car's got about six days left. I've got to buy a cheap car that runs, so three jobs is what I'm doing, and not for the first time. And by the way, the dairy farm is a lot of fucking work. To you it sounds great, and to you it looks great. 
California and the cows. But coming on top of everything else, it breaks my fucking hump. But now I'm naked in a room with a man. Seeing him lying there with his dick and that navy tattoo. And it's calm. And he's calm. Even getting a charge out of seeing me dance. He's so very calm. And he's just had the shit kicked out of him too. He's lost his wife. He's lost his job. Publicly humiliated as a racist professor. And what's a racist professor? It's not that you've just become one. The story is you've been discovered. So it's been your whole life. It's not just that you did one thing wrong once. If you're a racist, then you've always been a racist. <laughs> Suddenly, it's your entire life you've been a racist. That's the stigma, and it's not even true. And yet now he's calm. I can do that for him. I can make him calm like this. He can make me calm like this. All I have to do is just keep moving. He says dance for me and I think why not? Why not? Except that it's going to make him think that I'm going to go along and pretend with him that this is something else. He's going to pretend that the world is ours and I'm going to let him and then I'm going to do it too. Still, why not? I can dance. But he has to remember, this is only what it is. Even if I'm wearing nothing but the opal ring, nothing on me but the ring he gave me. This is standing in front of your lover naked with the lights on and moving. Okay, you're a man and you're not in your prime and you've got a life and I'm not part of it, but I know what's here. You come to me as a man. So I come to you. That's a lot. But that's all it is. I'm dancing in front of you naked with the lights on and you're naked too. And all the other stuff doesn't matter. It's the simplest thing we've ever done. It's it. Don't fuck it up by thinking it's more than this. You don't and I won't. It doesn't have to be more than this. You know what? I see you, Coleman. Then she says it aloud. You know what? I see you. Do you, he says. Then now the hell begins. You think, if you ever want to know, is there a God? You want to know why am I in this world? What is it about? It's about this. It's about you're here and I'll do it for you. It's about not thinking you're someone else, somewhere else. You're a woman, and you're in bed with your husband, and you're not fucking for fucking, you're not fucking to come, you're fucking because you're in bed with your husband, and it's the right thing to do. You're a man, and you're with your wife, and you're fucking her. But you're thinking you want to be fucking the post office janitor. Okay, you know what? You are with the janitor, he says softly with a laugh. <laughs> and that proves the existence of God. If that doesn't, 
Nothing does. Keep dancing, he says. When you're dead, she asks, what does it matter if you didn't marry the right person? It doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter when you're alive. Keep dancing. What is it, Coleman? What does matter? This, he said. That's my boy, she replies. Now you're learning. Is that what this is? You teaching me? It's about time somebody did. Yes, I'm teaching you. But don't look at me now like I'm good for something other than this, something more than this. Don't do that. Stay here with me. Don't go. Hold on to this. Don't think about anything else. Stay here with me. I'll do whatever you want. How many times have you had a woman really tell you that and mean it? I will do anything you want. Don't lose it. Don't take it somewhere else, Coleman. This is all we're here to do. Don't think it's about tomorrow. Close all the doors, before and after. All the social ways of thinking, shut them down. Everything the wonderful society is asking, the way we're set up socially, I should, I should, I should, fuck all that. What you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, all that, it just kills everything. I can keep dancing if that's the deal. The secret little moment, if that's the whole deal. That slice you get, that slice out of time. It's no more than that, and I hope you know it. Keep dancing. This stuff is the important stuff, she says. If I abandoned thinking that, what? Thinking what? I was a whoring little cunt from early on. Were you? He always told himself it wasn't him, it was me, the stepfather. Yes, that's what he told himself. Maybe he was even right. But I had no choice at eight and nine and ten. It was the brutality that was wrong. What was it like when you were ten? It was like asking me to pick up the whole house and carry it on my back. What was it like when the door opened at night and he came into your room? It's like when you were a child in a war. You ever see those pictures in the paper of kids after they bomb their cities? It's like that. It's as big as a bomb. But no matter how many times I got blown over, I was still standing. That was my downfall. My still standing up. Then I was 13 and starting to get tits. I was starting to bleed. Suddenly I was just the body that surrounded my pussy. But stick to the dancing. All doors closed, before and after Coleman. I see you, Coleman. You're not closing the doors. You still have the fantasies of love. You know something? I really need a guy older than you, who's had all the love shit kicked out of him totally. You're too young for me, Coleman. Look at you. 
You're just a little boy falling in love with your piano teacher. You're falling for me, Coleman, and you're much too young for the likes of me. I need a much older man. I think I need a man at least a hundred. Do you have a friend in a wheelchair you can introduce me to? Wheelchairs are okay. I can dance and push. Maybe you have an older brother. Look at you, Coleman, looking at me with those schoolboy eyes. Please, please, call your older friend. I'll keep dancing. Just get him on the phone. I want to talk to him. And she knows, while she's saying this, that it's this and the dancing that are making him fall in love with her. And it's so easy. I've attracted a lot of men, a lot of pricks. The pricks find me and they come to me, not just any man with a prick, not the ones who don't understand, which is about 90% of them, but men, young boys. The ones with the real male thing, the ones like Smokey who really understand it. You can beat yourself up over the things you don't have, but that I've got. Even fully dressed. And some guys know it. They know what it is, and that's why they find me. And that's why they come. But this, this, this is taking candy from a baby. Sure, he remembers. How could he not? Once you've tasted it, you remember. My, my. After 260 blowjobs and 400 regular fucks, And a hundred and six asshole fucks. The flirtation begins. But that's the way it goes. How many times has anyone in the world ever loved before they fucked? How many times have I loved after I fucked? Or is this it? The groundbreaker? Do you want to know what I feel like? She asks him. Yes. I feel so Good. So, he asks, who can get out of this alive? I'm with you there, mister. You're right, Coleman. This is going to lead to disaster. Into this at 71. Turned around by this at 71. Uh-uh. We'd better go back to the raw thing. Keep dancing, he says. And he hits a button on the bedside Sony and the man I love track starts up again. No, no, I beg you, there's my career as a janitor to think about. Don't stop, don't stop, she repeats. I've heard those words somewhere before. In fact, rarely has she ever heard the words stop without don't. Not from a man, not much from herself either. I've always thought don't stop was one word, she says. It is. Keep dancing. Then don't lose it, she says. A man and a woman in a room, naked. We got all we need. We don't need love. Don't diminish yourself. Don't reveal yourself as a sentimental sap. You're dying to do it, but don't. Let's not lose this. Imagine, Coleman, imagine sustaining this. He's never seen me dance like this. He's never heard me talk like this. 
been so long since I talked like this. I'd have thought I'd forgotten how. So very long in hiding. Nobody's heard me talk like this. The hawks and the crows sometimes in the woods, but otherwise, no one. This is not the usual way I entertain men. This is the most reckless I've ever been. Imagine. Imagine, she says, showing up every day and this. The woman who doesn't want to own everything. The woman who doesn't want to own anything. But never had she wanted to own anything more. Most women want to own everything, she says. They want to own your mail. They want to own your future. They want to own your fantasies. How dare you want to fuck anybody other than me? I should be your fantasy. Why are you watching porn when you have me at home? They want to own who you are, Coleman. But the pleasure isn't owning the person. The pleasure is this. Having another contender in the room with you. Oh, I see you, Coleman. I could give you away my whole life and still have you, just by dancing. Isn't that true? Am I mistaken? Do you like this, Coleman? What luck, he says, watching, watching. What incredible luck. Life owed me this. Did it now? There's no one like you, Helen of Troy. Helen of nowhere, Helen of nothing. Keep dancing. I see you, Coleman. I do see you. Do you want to know what I see? Sure. You want to know if I see an old man, don't you? You're afraid I'll see an old man and I'll run. You're afraid that if I see all the differences from a young man, if I see the things that are slack and the things that are gone, you lose me because you're too old. But you know what I see? What? I see a kid. I see you falling in love the way a kid does. And you mustn't, you mustn't. Know what else I see? Yes. Yes, I see it now. I do see an old man. I see an old man dying. Tell me. You've lost everything. You see that? Yes. Everything except me dancing. You want to know what I see? What? You didn't deserve that hand, Coleman. That's what I see. I see that you're furious. And that's the way it's going to end, as a furious old man. And it shouldn't have been. That's what I see, your fury. I see the anger and the shame. I see that you understand as an old man what time is. You don't understand that till near the end. But now you do. And it's frightening. Because you can't do it again. You can't be twenty again. It's not going to come back. And this is how it ended. And what's worse even than the dying, what's worse even than the being dead, are the fucking bastards who did this to you. Took it all away from you. I see that in you, Coleman. 
I see it because it's something I know about. The fucking bastards who changed everything within the blink of an eye. Took your life and threw it away. Took your life. And they decided they were going to throw it away. You've come to the right, dancing girl. They decide what is garbage. And they decided your garbage. Humiliated and humbled and destroyed a man over an issue everyone knew was bullshit. A pissy little word that meant nothing to them. Absolutely nothing at all. And that's infuriating. I didn't realize you were paying attention. She laughs the easy laugh and dances. Without the idealism, without the idealization, without all the utopianism of the sweet young thing. Despite everything she knows reality to be, despite the irreversible futility that is her life, despite all the chaos and callousness, she dances and speaks as she's never spoken to a man before. Women who fuck like she does aren't supposed to talk like this. At least that's what the men who don't fuck women like her like to think. That's what the women who don't fuck like her like to think. That's what everyone likes to think. Stupid fornia. Well, let them. My pleasure. Yes, stupid Fonya has been paying attention, she says. How else does stupid Fonya get through? Being stupid Fonya, that's my achievement, Coleman. That's me at my most sensible best. Turns out, Coleman, I've been watching you dance. How do I know this? Because you're with me. Why else would you be with me if you weren't so fucking enraged? And why would I be with you if I wasn't so fucking enraged? That's what makes for the great fucking Coleman. The rage that levels everything. So don't lose it. Keep dancing. Till I drop, she asks. Till you drop, he tells her. Till the last gasp. Whatever you want. Where did I find you, Voluptas, he says. How did I find you? Who are you, he asks, tapping the button that again starts up the man I love. I am whatever you want.